Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Volume. Colin Coward Podcast presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. No better place to bet the action than on FanDuel Sportsbook during the football season. There's a lot of reasons. It's America's number one sports book, incredibly easy to use, super safe, totally secure, super fast payouts in as quick as two hours. You're not going to get that anywhere. Also, same game parlay bets, live betting. It's the best. Hey, if you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. I did it in 15 seconds. Get started now. Sign up. Please use the promo code Colin so they know we sent you. Please use the promo code Colin, C-O-L-I-N. FanDuel Sportsbook app. Sign up. We all know professional athletes care about what they look like. And as you know, I care about what I look like. Right now, I've been wearing a lot of Cuts clothing. I love this thing right now. Every cut shirt is designed to provide a perfectly tailored look. If you want a a long sleeve Henley, no problem. A short sleeve crew neck, they've got it. Cuts has everything you want. And I've got all of it, and I wear all of it. Right now, 15% off your first order. 15% off first order by going to cutsclothing.com slash Colin. Cuts, C-U-T-S. Look them up. I got a closet full of their stuff, and I love it. It is time for another instant reaction. Wow, wow, wow. The Detroit Lions outplay the Packers and beat Green Bay at Lambeau with nothing to play for. Nothing to play for. The minute Seattle beat the Rams, season's over for Detroit. The game, let's talk Lions first because I have a lot to say on Green Bay. So, the, the, you know, the first two and a half, three quarters felt like a Lions game. Touchdown called back because of a penalty. Crucial interception called back because of a penalty. Detroit's had all sorts of talent through the years. Stafford, Calvin Johnson, Barry Sanders, <laughs> to name a few offensive players. They have a way of beating themselves. Uh, and this game, their personnel and Green Bay's personnel offensively, seriously, I would take the Lions. Now, defensively, I'd take Green Bay. But this was not a mismatch. Um, You're talking about a Lions team offensively that's drafted extraordinarily well. And I thought what really jumped out, and I've said this before, uh, there's not a lot of great in any business. The NFL's got about six great owners, six great coaches, six great quarterbacks, and at any one time, six great coordinators. Ben Johnson, the Lions coordinator is a top six coordinator in this league. The final two drives by Detroit were beautiful. Power, um, perimeter, deception, screens. Um, how about the, the trick play that picks up the big first down? What a time to call that. Uh, ben Johnson's fantastic. And, you know, you wonder 
if he gets a job and about seven openings a year, Harbaugh could get one. Sean Payton will probably get one if he wants one. Ben Johnson's probably, especially with the league now pivoting to offense. Ben Johnson, offensive coordinator lines, going to get a head coaching opportunity, I would guess. Those final two drives, that's the ball game. Green Bay's defense, and there's a lot of good players on that defense, we're guessing. I'm watching that thing. I'm like, man, he's deceptive and smart and screens and power down the field. You got everything. Different personnel, multiple looks. It's like, wow, that is a great, great coordinator. And there's not, you know, Wink Martindale, defensive coordinator for the Giants. Hell of a year. Kyle Shanahan for years, offensive coordinator around the league. It's just you can see it jump off the TV screen. So this game felt like your typical Lions loss where they've got good players. uh, They make big plays, but, you know, poor on details and they kick a win to the curb. Nope. They were the better coach team down the stretch. And Ben Johnson is going to make somebody probably very happy. (laughs) Jared Goff may give up salary to keep him. All right, let's talk Green Green Bay. You know, I said this Friday on FS1. If Green Bay loses, and I didn't think they would, but if Green Bay loses or they got into the playoffs and got rolled, don't you have a meeting upstairs about Aaron Rodgers? Folks, you can miss the playoffs with Jordan Love and you don't get drama. And you get somebody that's around in the offseason. And you get somebody that embraces all the young teammates. This roster in Green Bay is very good. Let's think ahead. But the two things they absolutely need offensively, another wide receiver, many mock drafts are speculating they'll get USC's Jordan Addison, and they need another tight end, a rookie receiver and a rookie tight end. Will Aaron be around in the offseason or on another one of his uh, renaissance-seeking journeys? Because they're going to bring in another receiver and another tight end, and they're going to be rookies. And Christian Watson eventually developed into a stud for the Packers. But in September, October, he and Romeo Dobbs were lost. Would they have been if Aaron stuck around? If Aaron's not doing Aaron's thing? I'm sorry, but there's no excuse for the Packers offense being as inept as it was in September and October and early November because it was mostly, and there's some limitations on it, they need more perimeter weapons. Why did it get good in December? Because you bring rookies in. This is a complicated league. Aaron can be prickly. Matt LaFleur's, you know, probably a reasonably complex offense. Can't pick it up in three months. So Green Bay is going to do this again. They're going to go get, they're going to go get pieces for the quarterback. Jordan Love will be at OTAs. Jordan Love will be there in preseason. Jordan Love will fly the guys out and have private throwing sessions. If I'm Green Bay, I can miss the playoffs with Jordan Love. This roster is a good roster. This is not a rebuild. Jordan Love in this division, we don't know how good the Bears are, right? The Vikings always kind of feel like there's a ceiling with Kirk Cousins. Detroit's good, kind of, but missed the playoffs. And Ben Johnson, their brilliant offensive coordinator, could leave. So I, I, I just look at the whole Aaron thing. Aaron is is so busy uh, you know, manifesting his destiny This team is once again going to go out and get young, skilled people in the draft. Is Aaron going to be there? And remember, Green Bay's got all of its picks. It would probably get two firsts or a first and two seconds if they moved Aaron. 
So you get more pieces, and Green Bay historically has drafted pretty well. They're, they're a top third team in the league in drafting. Get two firsts, not just one. Two firsts, two thirds, maybe a second next year. Give Jordan Love more to work with. Now, people always talk about Aaron's salary and the dead cap money, but because you're not paying Jordan Love anything, it lessens the financial burden. And this roster, Green Bay's never been a big free agent destination anyway. And this roster doesn't have a lot of immediate needs. They could use another edge rusher, but their corners are good. Safeties are fine. e line strong. o line strong. They have two good backs. Aaron Jones, is he's a great player. So not a lot of needs. Receiver, tight end. Who's going to be there in the offseason to work with them? Jordan Lovewood. Uh, I'll go back to it again. The Tennessee Titans feel like the destination for me. But, you know, it's funny about Aaron is I was watching the Sean Watson and, you know, he took a couple years off and he comes back into the AFC. He's not close to Allen. He's not close to Mahomes. He's not close to Herbert. He's not close to Burrow. This AFC, Trevor Lawrence has gotten so good at quarterback. Aaron Rodgers, folks, he's like the hotel that hasn't kept up. You ever go to a hotel, there's a hotel chain, and then you know over the course of time, they get new owners or new management, you go back to it, and it's more about the reputation than it is reality. <laughs> you know, we've all done that before, that restaurants or uh, hotels, and you know, they just don't keep up. Aaron doesn't keep up in the offseason like Joe Burrow and Herbert and Mahomes and Allen. Aaron's more prickly. Uh, he's less coachable. You know, I look at Aaron Rodgers right now. I'm in no way insinuating he holds Green Bay back. But this is a really good roster with an offensive coach. Good old line. Need a couple more weapons. Um, I think you have to have a meeting if you're Green Bay. They have been walking on eggshells for four years with Aaron. The passive-aggressive nonsense. It, at some point... You moved up in the first round for Jordan Love. Rip the Band-Aid off. Rip it off. I think Tennessee is the location. I think I think the Raiders would have to look at it. Um, but, you know, you could just, we can keep making excuses for Aaron Rodgers. But a lot of this is on him. He's not keeping up. He is not as committed as others He's no longer in his prime. He's going to be 39. He's super expensive. He won't be around in the offseason. I think you have to have that meeting upstairs. Way to go, Lions. Hell of a win. All right, I want to talk about this. So a lot of people ripped the Houston Texans because the Chicago Bears now have the number one pick because the Texans beat the Colts, right? This is not a tanking league. That's the league with an orange basketball that's round. They tank. You don't tank in football. You, you can't tell guys to tank. You get hurt if you tank. So the Chicago Bears now have the number one pick. They're going to have great leverage. They have their quarterback, and they need to rebuild a lot, mostly their offense, which is a perpetual issue. So the Bears' GM is Ryan Poles. They'll trade out of the number one spot potentially and get another number two pick, number three pick. Who knows what they'll get? Maybe they'll get another first-round pick. But I just do not trust this organization to build or rebuild an offense. The last time they had an elite offense was nine years ago in 2013. Remember the Jay Cutler offense, Matt Forte, Martellus Bennett tight end, Alshon Jeffrey wide receiver. I think Brandon Marshall may have been a receiver on that team. I could be wrong. That was a top two, three scoring team in the NFL. Um, 
that was a really good offense. But, I mean, you could go online and look up 10 best Bears offenses of all time. I mean, half will be in the 50s. <laughs> this is an organization that can't get offense right. Last year is a great example. They bring in a new GM and a coach. They hire a defensive coach. First two picks. Cornerback safety, both excellent. Third picks a receiver. Borderline bust, Velas Jones. They could have called me. I watched him at USC. He couldn't track the ball in the air. You know, he's a gadget player with good speed. He's he's not a go-to receiver. He's not a third-round pick. He's a sixth or a seventh-round pick. So you got to give the Texans a break. This is not a tanking league. It's just the game's too fast. It's got too much violence. People could get hurt. You got to play full speed. Your head's on a swivel. You're, you're not going out there and half-assing it. That's just not football. And to be honest with you, I thought it was cool the way the Texans played. It's one of the reasons I love the NFL. Guys play hurt. Guys play with passion. Guys always play hard. I mean, the Detroit Lions tonight had nothing to play for. The Houston Texans could have lost. Doesn't that really, isn't that why we love professional football in America? Isn't that why? Every game matters. That's why the sport is so much more popular than every other professional league in America. There is no load management nonsense. I just, I don't trust the Bears to rebuild the offense. I don't. I've said this before, outside of Trevor Lawrence, Andrew Luck, maybe John Elway, most quarterbacks are as good as their support system. I mean, look at Mac Jones, how he regressed this year. Why? The Patriots. They don't have enough skill players. Uh, they need to upgrade their own line. Uh, they used a defensive coordinator. Matt Patricia is an offensive coordinator. Unless you're Trevor Lawrence or Andrew Luck or, or you know, maybe, maybe Mahomes. I mean, even Josh Allen, as good as he is has regressed a little bit situationally since Brian Dable left. Like coaching, coaching matters. Support systems matter. And I don't trust the Bears offensively. They've built a lot of great defenses. But, you know, there are just certain organizations that get offense right. And the Bears do defense well. But um, they are in the catbird seat. It is a great opportunity for them. All right, let's talk Cowboys embarrassing performance against the commanders. Listen, as I've said a million times, I never get disappointed with the Cowboys because I've always kind of classified them as pretty good. I think they're pretty good. Dak is Kirk Cousins with a better PR team. His career passer rating is 98. He's a mostly accurate thrower of the football with certain limitations and arm strength and his intangibles are better than his tangibles. I thought the interesting comment though was really smart. NBC's Jason Garrett. I thought this was really interesting. He said, watch the Cowboys defense. Because I don't want to pick on Dak all night. Dak is what he is. I've been saying this for years. You know, he's a B-plus quarterback. And there's a dozen in the league. Jason Garrett said on NBC, he said, this defense relies on speed. And when they play on grass against Green Bay at Lambeau, against the commanders, they're not as fast. This defense, when they play on that in that Cowboys stadium where they play on the fast turf um, inside, they they are a track team. But you watch them at Lambeau. You watch them against the commanders. I thought Jason Garrett nailed it, and he knows his personnel. They're just not the same defense. So, you know, I, I look at the Cowboys. I'm not sure they're that much more talented than the commanders. The commanders just can't get quarterback right. I think that the Cowboys, I've said this for months, I think they have some really special individual players. 
I don't think they have that many special units. I don't think their secondary is great. I think Zeke doesn't have the pop he used to. I think they're a wide receiver shy. I think their offensive line is sometimes feels like it's a little bit patchwork. It's okay. Uh, defensive line is inconsistent. They have great individual players. Tell me the unit that is great. They don't rank. They're not nearly as talented offensively as Cincinnati or uh, San Francisco. They're not as good defensively as Philadelphia or San Francisco or as talented as Buffalo defensively. Um, I think they're pretty good. And pretty good teams usually get into the playoffs and win one game or are eliminated. And I feel once again, that's what we'll see. Was I surprised the Cowboys laid a complete egg? You know, the NFL has extended the season. It's longer than ever. I've seen a half a dozen games this year. I mean, Minnesota getting destroyed by both the Cowboys and Green Bay. I'm surprised. I thought the Raiders' effort against the Chiefs this weekend was pathetic. Uh, they didn't look prepared offensively. I thought the Packers tonight were a little flat, to be honest with you. I think Dallas Dallas feels like a team capable of winning a single playoff game, and that's about it. If you start holistically looking at where the playoffs are, increasingly, I'm going to go look this morning when I get to Fox Sports, but I think I called six of the seven AFC playoff teams and five of the seven NFC playoff teams. I did not see the Seahawks getting in. I did not see the Jaguars getting in. I thought the Rams would be better. I thought the Broncos would be better. But in most instances, if you look around at the teams that got into the playoffs, uh, including Miami, who limped in, but they got in because they were very strong early offensively with Tua and the cast. If you look around this league, it's becoming fairly predictable. It has become more and more quarterback-centric. Uh, Dak's a B-plus quarterback. you got to have a B-plus and up at quarterback. You're going to generally find your way into the postseason. So our instant reaction, the lead story, let's circle back. Detroit with a really clever final two offensive drives with brilliant coordinator Ben Johnson gets themselves a W. The Packers missed the playoffs in large part. Aaron Rodgers wouldn't put in the time in the offseason. It took them until well past Thanksgiving to get their act together offensively, and they got outplayed tonight. That was a fun game, wasn't it? That was fun. There was a lot at stake. The NFL's last regular season game. I mean, this is why this is why it's in its own galaxy. A playoff spot was determined on the final drive of the NFL regular season. Can't ask for more. I'm lucky to do what I do. All right, that's tonight's instant reaction. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! 
And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Football season's underway. Now's the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's free bets back if your first bet doesn't win. The promo code is always Colin. FanDuel has tons of betting options. I like the same game parlay. Bet a little, win a lot. FanDuel's app is safe, secure, easy to use, and you get paid your winnings really fast. The no sweat first bet up to a thousand bucks. Promo code Colin. Make every moment more this season with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the National Football League. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, and Louisiana. Permitted parishes only. Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 533-42-ARIZONA. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. Connecticut, 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG. In Colorado, Indiana, Jersey, and Virginia, 1-877-770-STOP. In Louisiana, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. In Michigan, 1-877-HOP. E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369 in New York, Tennessee. Redline 1-800-889-9789 Tennessee. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.